Oh, uh, I I think this is a good tangent. I don't know about you guys. So, I two two sports events I have been uh, following. Not following. I just read in the news. One is, and both of them sort of have a consistent theme to it. First is uh, Conor McGregor, uh, UFC double whatever two two weight division former world champion, broke his leg and was anyways getting beaten up. But he broke his leg. What are you doing? Nothing. Is this your Conor McGregor impression? You would you spoke for very long, so I was getting bored. So I was making faces at the uh, audience. But he broke his leg, and it's one of the most disastrous videos to watch. But I think the th- and the second thing that I was talking about was uh, there was a there was a chess championship. I mean, the chess World Cup is also going on, but nothing cool happened there. But uh, the world there was there was a tournament where Gary Kasparov, former world champion and considered to be one of the best players ever, uh, came last. With a sh- staggering two and a half points out of eighteen uh, amongst the group, and I think the common thing with both is they were they were quite good in their time in their prime, but now the sport has moved on, and uh, I, I think do you have any other examples of like like really good sports people or I don't know people ahead in their field at the time, but coming in at the wrong time or like coming later unprepared and getting like their ass handed to them basically. I mean, from the sports I watch, they're more team sports, so like it usually works yeah. out then. But like, obviously, there are a few breakout players that are good for like one or two seasons, and then they just go back to the way they were before that. No, but there I think, is, I think... there isn't really anything I would compare to the McGregor situation because that was just McGregor. It was just so painful, dude. Anyways, no, yeah, but I, I think in general, like at least at least till the two thousand two thousands two thousand tens. Sports records were being constantly broken and broken and broken and broken and broken. And broken, and broken, and broken yeah, broken, right. Like a, a while back, the under four miles seemed impossible. Now, high school kids are able to do under four miles. Like four high school kids in America have already done under four miles. Like it's so what like is an it, under four miles? Running under, under, four, four, under miles. four minutes. Under oh, four under four minutes, minutes a mile. mile. I thought under four miles. Yeah, years and and for for a lot of time, people thought that was going to be the pinnacle of human achievement if you could do that, right? Similarly, with Elliot Kipchoge, it seemed oh my god, under two impossible, under two impossible. The guy did it. Like, albeit he did it with support and like people running in front and behind him and pacers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that guy also did it. What's his name? That uh, the dude did the marathon. No, what is name? Elliot Kipchoge. No, 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 no. It's an M. Anyways, never mind. I'll, I'll figure man. it out. Never mind. But yeah, basically, sports records are constantly being broken. But on a rather contrary note, I also saw this really cool video which said that we as humans have reached the peak, have reached the peak of sports. Like they say, it's not going to get better now. Like if you look at the data consistently, the amount of records that were being broken in the 1960s and 70s, it's gone on a consistent downhill now. Like it's it's like a log graph. Like so, it increased rapidly, and now it's kind of flattened. The slope of the log graph, but yeah, slope of the like, log graph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I understand so, what you mean. Wait, one second. I, I, what? What are you talking about? The log graph it becomes less and like it increases less and less. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying the Isn't number it of increasing records... more and more. Or oh, the number of records no, no, broke. No, the broken. records are still being broken every day. No. That's not true though. That's the what's the video? What I watched said that even though it's happening. It's happening much, much, much more rarer than it used to be happening all year. Like, um, so they said, like, have we reached the peak of human physicality as a species? 
maybe yeah i think it's also like what i think chess is a rare example where you see like 8 year olds playing 50 year olds so it's like it, i think it because it's a game of the mind it's sort of this thing but i think uh, again like the highest rated player although has remained relatively consistent the like the closeness that other people have had and like it's clear like Gary Kasparov he hadn't prepared that much for the tournament and he was really going on his previous preparation from the 1990s or 2000s and he got outclassed like moves that were considered good at the time now with the use of computers are just considered bad like it's not even like obviously I am here with my Lee Chess 1400 rating but I'm saying yes thank you in hyper bullet probably because he's 60 but yeah anyways um just just, just an interesting question just an interesting question to throw out to you guys what do you think is a fair metric to compare champions of the past with like like Ooh. champions of the present because obviously like you said like I and I I saw this like if you just used five ratings people like like Anatoly mm-hmm. or Karparov or whatever those guys was I don't it's I don't really five. watch just, it's like well, I don't really care I don't really care Siski but like I saw that but I saw that his I saw that his FIDE rating would be much lower than more than like 10 people who are now at the top of the field or something of that sort so what do you think and at the time he was the best in the world same with Bobby Fischer and things like that so what's a fair metric to compare people like because same with almost any other physical sport as well if we're getting better at it how do we compare say an Andre Agassi to a Nadal or Djokovic they were living in different times in terms of most sports I'd say that's pretty hard because like people obviously compare Maradona to Messi and Pele to Messi and the three all it together. It has to be, but it like, has to be their level in comparison to those at the time, right? Exactly. The level compete, of yeah. the level of competition and the level of football in those three times was very different. So while people may say that oh one had more goals, one had more assists, one was more consistent, you can't really yeah, compare that because yeah. yeah, like it didn't happen at the same time. It didn't happen against the same people, and yeah. That's just what I think. Like, take, like even if you take the example of, let's say, I don't know, like, it, it's, it's. I mean, you can, you can argue there is slightly more, like, for example, let's say something like a track and field event. You, you could argue that there's sports science now, which there wasn't then, and that could lead to incremental improvements. But I feel like certain sports like those, I don't know. I, again, we don't have insight to that. None of us are clearly track and field athletes, but. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to know how much of that would make a difference as well, right? Like that, or even something like boxing, where it's like I, I don't know how much boxing, quote unquote, the sport has improved since that time. And we could be talking way out of our uh, breath here, but it's like it's like those sort of more physical and not only physical, but not as like so I would say innately talented sports where it's like you yeah. can get better at them but it's like there's a lot of stuff that just comes from you like I, an- I think analyzing technical components of any game in today's age is way easier and way more effective to do than it was in the past so yeah, I think that as well yeah yeah like how, like how would like you know like Okay, let's say let's say basketball again. None of us are very big basketball players. I don't know why I'm taking this example. What are you talking about? But okay, 
Oh yes uh, Sachin is best uh, no FIRs for anybody Go No no on. even even in a sport like cricket like if you look at tests what they were hitting what one run every 30 balls in the 50s 60s Dude it was now ridiculous Now T20 if you if you're not hitting more than 2.5 runs a ball you're considered a bad player It's not even that those are two different formats but even if you look at ODI then versus ODI now it's like six or over then is considered to be like oh my god dude this is crazy but if you do anything less than six and over now it's like uh it's just kick them out so and i mean you could argue batting talent then especially for india was not even as good but, but any like, team anywhere yeah dude i don't know it's, it's an interesting but the, i think the work. question the question is like it's obvious that there needs to be a like there needs to be some point where there needs to be some asymptote where we just can't get any better further the question is how do we know when we reach that asymptote because obviously it's not possible to run a half marathon in under a minute right like that's an interesting point right I right mean, the thing is it's we can't improve limitlessly like even though we may make that marginal increment from 45 minutes to 44 59 it's not going to go down any time to 5 minutes for a half marathon like i don't think that's physically possible so the question is how do we know when we as a human species it's all i mean you could you could extend that to anything right you could extend that into what's that what's that called morphe's what's that there's a law moore's law i think basically they're saying that the amount of morphe's law your voice is cutting out okay i i need to search this up basically it said something like okay you said morphe right it's morphe's law i'm pretty sure No, no, no. Murphy's law says anything that can go wrong. No, 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 no. Moore's law. It's Moore's law. One second. Moore's law states that yeah, the number of transistors in a circuit doubles every about two years. Forget that. But no, no. But what what it's trying to say is the amount of computing you can fit into that same circuit doubles every two years. But it can't double on forever. And we're reaching that point where the last generation of So Intel computers, even on this level, not even at a supercomputer level, but even here you can't literally fit more transistors. They're getting on that microscopic level, and I feel like there you could argue that maybe there will be different types of computing that branch out and different types of innovation. We just don't have to keep more computing in one place. But in case of uh, sports, could you think that happens as well, where we just ge- generally try to convert or modify sports into something that doesn't as much depend on? I think we're already seeing that, like with. with MMA with T20 with all these we're just seeing modifications of sports in order to make them more appealing maybe because we've put like we've squeezed all the juice out of existing formats of the game we have to modify them in order to retain their appeal i think those are dependent on other factors as well like i feel like uh, it's we're generally like the 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 i mean MMA is a different scene MMA hasn't changed that much in the past 10 years but i'm saying like even chess or let's say your t20 it's they they they're tending towards a smaller time format because it's much more entertaining to watch so i feel like that is a separate thing 
but i do agree that i mean it'll be interesting to see right because sports any change to sports whether it be on the back side with something like the european super league or on the front end with something like this it it would be interesting because there's a lot of legacy and there's a lot of like you know like i don't know certain things never took off like futsal that i don't think that ever took off that well bro i mean like certain yeah. modification did it like i don't know is it a That's thing not like it's, a proper it's not thing. too popular though it it's is not, but it's, 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 it's does it rival football of not course not but like it's not yeah. meant to that's not the point of it like futsal has been there for a while now it's just it's just not no, but i'm saying like does, is it gathering more traction not i'm not i'm not saying would you rather watch futsal or football just it, like it has it it has its own niche like it it doesn't yeah. compete with the level that football is at obviously but it is still a pretty big sport so so yeah so my my question is this is kind of going off on a tangent What's going to happen? To, <laughs> this entire podcast to, has been one massive pageant, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. What's going to happen to tech once we've reached Moore's law's upper limit? If there's no more computing power that can be fit, and essentially all the products are on the same level, what distinguishes products from another? And each year when they're updating a device, like between the iPhone four and the iPhone ten, there's been a massive, massive difference between one GB to like. Yeah, but like GB, iPhone eleven, right? iPhone twelve. Don't even try to tell me it's a different product. Okay, but so my question is: Once we've reached that limit, what happens to products in general? Like, how are we? How are companies going to earn money? Are they going to keep on selling the same thing over and over again? If so, why would anyone? You add it? more cameras to the back of the phone. I mean, that is the uh, the temporary solution that <laughs> Apple has come up with. But I do. I feel like there is a new body color. Pretty much everyone. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, don't even try to tell me that telephoto lens is used by anybody. Dude, but I'm one saying plus like nine with Hasselblad lenses. Come on, <laughs> that is pretty cool. This, no can deny. This lie. episode is sponsored by both uh, Singapore and One Plus. Anyways, I feel like there's a new vertical ready. To, like I think there is space for a new vertical where it's like, I don't know. Give me something like Google Glass, something I don't know. So give so give me something like a completely new set of products which is not th- that much tied to computing power Have and you-, you can harness that from the previous products. But it's like. Did you guys ever watch any of those like spoof trailers back in the day of like the few the next iPhone or the next Samsung yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah. I, I like, phone there was, iPhone. There was like a full like holographic screen and everything. Yeah, you know, like st- okay, the holo like okay, it has to have some like significant use as well. But I feel like there is saturation of like you know like even I Apple is noticing that it's it sales from the increment iPhones are becoming lesser and lesser. In general, people are not updating their products as often because there is no need to because or you know what we could even go back to a, a, a worse time where they make the products intentionally bad that they only last a specific time so they don't have to innovate and just sell you the same thing every year. Like it sort of happens with shoes as well, where it's like I don't think shoes are getting any better. They just make the shoes so that you have to buy the shoe every two years, and that's just their business model. Okay, so when you're talking about things like refresh rates on phones and all, like what I've at least based on my personal experience, between jumping from 60 hertz to 90 hertz, it's an insane difference. Like the phone just feels so much more fluid and fun to use. Welcome from 90 to, to 120. Technical guruji. From, No, no. From ninety to one twenty, there's still some difference. It's like very incremental, and then between one twenty to one forty four, it's like okay, it's the same thing. Um, there has oh, been a is, constant. It, it, yeah. I, there is there is a big difference in the screen, but like I just think for mobile users, it's very insignificant. If you're using like a big screen, like on a laptop or as a monitor screen, yes, sixty to one forty four hertz will make will you'll you'll be able to tell. But I just feel like. 
as a mobile user someone that just uses it to text or someone that just watches a video i think it's pretty uh it's just there it's cool so, so it's my not, question is yeah. even even if there is human potential to go to the next 160 188 hertz it'll happen should we look to go there should we look it, to go there it, 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 it's what sells right yeah it's what sells like, for example it's like they they're sort of I think they have the same mentality. Is like they're asking the same questions that we're asking, right? Where it's like, what is the new thing that people will care about and buy? And it's like clearly the new cameras are like, okay, maybe that's not as much of a thing. But it's like after two cameras, like it's sort of a stretch. Again, with a screen, personally, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. I, like for example, it's like I think uh, another thing that you mentioned, which is yeah, I, I feel like it's what we don't. I'm sorry, I forgot. I completely forgot my train of thought. No worries, someone will let. Yeah, I I mentioned that uh, there has been oh, a constant what? recurrence. What? I was thinking there's a constant recurrence of the law of diminishing returns in this podcast, right? Where we spoke about initially, what are we talking about? Something you said, law graph. That's what yeah, you were sports, referring to. Yeah, sports. Like records sports. being broken in sports. Records yeah. being broken in sports, like the amount of again the computing and the increase in technology year on year. It's sort of becoming like that, and I don't know. I feel like. It, I think this is one of those moments where, like you know, those quotes in the 1900s, where somebody said that you you know stuff can't really get better than this. This is the peak of human innovation. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think there's a time for a new vertical, and whether that be cryptocurrency or VR or AR or integration of or like Neuralink, you know, like integration of stuff into your uh, like a bionic or something like that. Maybe that's what we're looking blood. at. If that helps, sure. Um, yeah, I think that's. By the way, by the way, of, an Indian, yeah. a very famous Indian actor sued uh, the Indian government. Oh, uh, that one. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Chuhi Chaudhary, I think. Yeah, Chuhi Chawla. But yeah, yeah, even I know that. It's all the same to me, bro. <laughs> she, I think she got some money for it. No, did she not? No, no, no she, she got fined money. by that's the court. Mean. She got fined by yeah, the court. Yeah, there's some money involved. Yeah. Curb your uh, meme has also been a recurrence through this podcast. Ba, yeah, ba, I think. We <laughs> got copyrights. We actually But... did. I used it once. I remember. But the question is, we're not earning enough money to get copyrights right from anything. No, but that's. I mean, there's a difference between demonetization yeah. and. copy strike so the way the way copyright striking works on youtube is even if you're not monetizing the video if you use their content they can monetize it so like if you ever see an ad if you ever see an ad on our video just know that we are not making money it is someone else ah uh, yeah uh yeah i mean what else is that it I think it's been yeah, a good, like, it's been a different podcast than regular. And it's we'll been a long podcast. 